What's happening, y'all? It's the Tyranny Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share button, like button, like button, site button, hike button, comment button, share button again. Because I know y'all niggas are only good for about two or three clicks and that's it. So please do something to get this out, get the word out. Um, it's the Tyranny Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. Um, I'm out here in the backyard and I got a chain on. I usually, not a chain, like a like a slave chain. I got a, a, a silver chain that my Aunt Debbie made for me um, for Christmas last year. And I'm wearing that. And it pinched my neck, and I forgot I had a chain on. I usually don't wear jewelry, so it kind of grabbed me a little bit and made it feel a little weird. So, excuse me if I, my voice felt like it was fading away or something was attacking me. It wasn't that. It was the silver chain attacking me. But what's happening, y'all? How's everything? Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. I hope you had a good holiday. 2024 is among us. We will be there in a few days. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We just wrapped up our prison, our prison tour, our SCI, our State Correctional Institution prison tours in Pennsylvania. Um, we finished up with, uh, the last two shows was Camp Hill and Dallas. And oh, let me tell you what happened in Pennsylvania. So, we're riding through this Commonwealth state unarmed. White boy behind the wheel. And this is the last leg of the actual shows. Um, the last part of the shows, I think the last time I spoke about these shows, I was with uh, Ray Gibbs, of course, um, the Scranton Comedy Club representative, and Welly Jackson. Well, this go around, Welly Jackson was not on the show due to some bitch assness. Some bitch assness from the Scranton Comedy Club owner. So this bitch ass nigga somehow didn't, I don't know, not somehow, but I guess he didn't like the way Wally told his ass to slow down or some shit like that because this nigga be driving the car. And this is a little, little crazy little white boy that be driving the car. And that's no offense to any of my white friends. I'm just the describing who the fuck he is and he's just a crazy fucking kid and he'd be driving through uh pennsylvania recklessly and i say white boy because niggas don't be doing that shit not through no commonwealth state if they out of state because we know better you know what i mean that's just the privilege in him to drive crazy through a fucking gun toting commonwealth state like it's all good and he playing pole position in the fucking honda crv that he tried to soup up playing with our lives and you know, we all yelled at him, telling him to slow the fuck down. I know I told him a couple times, slow the fuck down. The only thing I didn't tell him is, like, I really want to sneak the shit out you. Like, I, I, I really, I, I never, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm no tough guy. I'm not a troublemaker. I don't go looking for trouble. But I never wanted to put hands and feet on a person more in my life. It took me back to a place where I shouldn't be. I'm 47 years old. I should not, I should not be thinking of having any kind of physical altercation with anyone. Unless something is just, you know, an attack on me and I have to defend myself in some, weird, some wild situation. I can't even think of any, right? But I shouldn't be sitting 
thinking of how can I, you know, still get payment, but make a a delivery of some pain. Like, I I just want to fucking swing on this kid. I I just can't. Ah, it was just nuts. It was nuts. But he kicked Welly off the show for whatever reason was. Um, and actually I know what the reason was because, uh, well, he sent me a text message. This is the type of bitch ass dude we're dealing with. He doesn't even call you up with that type of respect as a man to tell you what is up, why you're off the show and have a conversation where possibly you can find some resolve. No, he does it like he's a teenage bitch breaking up with a boyfriend because he's a bitch. That's what he did. He did it like a fucking teenage girl breaking up with their fucking boyfriend they've been dating for a few weeks. Sends a long-ass fucking te- a text message saying, I don't think we could do this anymore type bullshit. Seems like you're using me. Yeah, nigga, we you Yeah. We're using you to some extent. Yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're getting money from you. You're paying us for this shit. You're using us just like you're using you. We're using you. This is a fair trade. This is what it this is what it is. We're hired to do a job. And if I can get more out of the job, then that's what I'm gonna do. You made it seem like he was just using you to get the show. So what? And saying he never gave me any contacts or solid comedians I can call or ask to get um uh what is it? What is what that white boy? Uh, Rappaport, Michael Rappaport's number, and he didn't want to give it to me, and I wanted to call him and book him for a show. Yo, you, you bitching, yo. Because I heard the conversation. He was trying to put you in touch with his peoples because he knows how much of a fucking weirdo you are. He just can't give you the dude's number because you're going to call him with your weirdo fucking self and fuck it up because you're a fucking trolling fucking weirdo. You're a fucking weirdo, yo. Word up, yo. And I ain't even going to say his name. He gets no shine on my podcast. I learned that from Sean P. Rest in peace. I'm just going to put the club out there, but I ain't mentioning no name. He's a fucking weirdo. I ain't fucking with him no more. I used him for the money. I made some good bread on this last run. They ain't going front. Made some good bread on this last run. Thank you. You know what I mean? Paid a couple things. You know what I'm saying? Made Christmas beautiful. You know, I used you. I just know how to play the game. I played the fucking game like you, like I was your fucking buddy, nigga. But I'm not. I can't stand you. And I hate what you did to your fucking truck. I think that, that, that truck is a piece of shit now. I think you devalued. You took the value right out the fucking truck. I don't think you're funny. I'm sorry to even say that. I hate to say that. You know, I really hate that. I, I, I don't. I I am the. the I, I love everybody in the game. I, I think everyone. Is funny. To some capacity. And I, I, I ain't going to say I think you are too, too. I think you are as funny to some capacity, but I've never seen a motherfucker that stunk so fucking bad at times times i've seen you i'm just saying that it's just to be real i just you're garbage man you're not and it's not even yes your comedy 
and also it's, it's you as a man. You don't send somebody a fucking text message. You know what I mean? You did that bullshit to me when you kicked me off the tour. That's why I'm, that's why it's, it's sour in my voice with this shit. Yes, y'all. Yes, I was kicked off the tour and I didn't fuck with him. You know, and the homie Ray Gibbs was fucking with him, doing his thing. And then Ray was like, yo, man, such and such be asking about you. He wants you on the tour. And I was like, well, that's cool. He, need, he owes me a conversation. He ain't going to send me no fucking text message like some bitch ass nigga. I need to, I need to have that conversation. Because other than that, I wasn't reached out and talked to that motherfucker in like two or three years. More, longer than that. Longer than that. Yeah. I don't need that motherfucker. I did my own job, prison tour. Me cracks and right. I did my own shit. I don't need that motherfucker. He thought he could. He thought he was the only person that could do the shit. But guess what? Guess what, buddy? Already did it. And did it better. How about how about that? Already did it and did it better. Isn't that isn't that something? That's the problem. Ain't no problem. I mean, that's what it is. Already did it and did it better. Sucker ass shit you pulled. Kicking that motherfucker off the tour. But back to the tour. The last four shows we had was dope. He substitute Welly with um, the Reverend Bob Levy. Funny, funny motherfucker. Veteran in the game. Been on the Howard Stern show. He's an older gentleman. And funny than a motherfucker. Bob Levy. The Reverend Bob Levy. I think he's originally from Staten Island from New York. But he lives in Jersey now. Cool motherfucker. He was with us with the tour. But guess what? He sat up front. I made sure his ass sat up front. Yeah, Bob, sorry. Made sure your old ass sat up front, nigga, because I was not dealing with that fucking guy. Ah, that fucking guy. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it no more, and I couldn't sit up front because the anxiety of his fuck. His driving causes such an anxiety. You know, even though he may have the wheel, we haven't had any incidents with him nearly killing us or sliding off the road as crazy as he drives. I just couldn't take it because he drives too fucking crazy and doesn't listen. He still drove a little fast, but, you know, during the last leg. But it was like, fuck it now. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You know, a couple of times we said slow down or whatever the fuck we said. Excuse me. I was in the back seat. had my head down watching my phone, my seatbelt on tight. With my body loose. <laughs> That's the key. You got to keep your body loose. You got to be limber. Just in case you do slide off the road, you got to be limber. You can't tense up. You can't tense up. When you tense up, that's when you get fucked up. So, and um, shout out to uh, Bob Levy, too, because he, he he recovered, fully recovered from a car accident. Dude looks great. Dude is doing fantastic. Sharp. Funny as hell. Great to spend time with him and share a uh, gymnasium, gymnasium floor in a prison with him. It was cool. Pause. I don't know if you need a pause in that, but we're going to put one in there. But, yes, Camp SCI, um, no, Camp, what is it, uh, Camp Hill, SCI Camp Hill was uh, the first two shows before the last that we hit. And um, we had a 1 o'clock show when we were coming back to do a 4 o'clock. So it was two shows at that prison. And the first one went pretty well. We had about close to 75 to 100, maybe 100 
in attendance, and these were blue shirts. And blue shirts are um, inmates that's just been added to the prison, and they're getting acclimated to prison life. Now, you know it's some shit. When you have to get acclimated to prison life and you have a different color shirt to identify that. Now, that's wild. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. That's fucking wild. So. We were in there rocking out. Person, the person that was part of, I think, facilities that was escorting us through the building and also, you know, the person that was organizing it, the, the, the Scranton Comedy Club, uh, was talking to him and um, having all these conversations about what we can say, what we can't say, and all this other blase blah bullshit. And um, that was the thing going back on the tour. They said there was... Uh, a whole lot of rules and shit about our language and what we can say and what we can't say, which is bullshit. I mean, we're in a fucking prison for Christ's sake, but there was a lot of rules where we couldn't say, um, couldn't use too much harsh language like motherfucker. Um, of course, no sexual content of inmates getting raped, fucking in prison, shit like that. No jokes on the COs. Of course, things like that, that would change like the, uh, the temperament, and the energy inside the the, the prison. Um, oh, they said you couldn't say the N word, and we were saying to the Crant and the Scranton Kind Club, "No, nigga, you can't say the N word because I'm gonna say it because these my niggas, and they locked up and they want to hear this shit. They want to hear us talk our shit, and that's exactly what we did. We went in there and talked our shit and had a good time. And that's what I don't think is quite understood." when it comes to language and censorship sometimes. Um, the word nigga, the way I use it, and the way it's looked upon, I get it. You know, and you can, you know, you can break it up into an accurate, you know, acronym, you know, um, you know never ignorant, going against, you know, all this other shit, all odds, whatever the fuck you want to put it. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an acronym for nigga. Um, I don't, sorry. Uh, but I have taken that word personally. And it comes with a lot of shit. But I think anybody close to me. Inside, I refer to him as my nigga. Yo, know, my friend, or my people's. Or dude, or homie. But, you know, sometimes you get loose and be like, hey, man, that's my nigga. And, so, and it is, it, that's what it is, man. You know, some things just roll off the tongue. Like LMNOP. Some shit just has a certain order to it. You know, it just sounds good and you just got to use it. I don't get caught up in the word too much. I really try not to. You know, it's too much, too much restriction and filters on shit as is. Seriously, as is. So I use it. 
Sometimes things sound good in a certain order and said a certain way. For instance, I remember I used to get Chinese food. When we lived in Plainfield, I used to go to this certain Chinese food stop. I think it was on South Ave called Red Dragon, something like that. Red Dragon Fire, some shit like that. Like Red Dragon Rice Fire. You know, like Hunan Red Dragon, I don't know. But um, it was a um, woman back there, Miss Ling. Very cool, took my order and shit. Cool as fuck. And, you know, once you start going to a place all the time, you, you get a relationship. You start growing up, you know, forming a bond, a friendship. And she see me in there most, you know, getting stuff. I'll get some lo mein, get some shrimp stuff for my wife and all this other stuff. And sometimes I get wings. And she would always ask, you know, when I get my wings in a certain order... You want wings or I saw Papa Ketchup? I'm like, no. No. No saw Papa Ketchup? No, no saw Papa Ketchup. Thank you. No saw Papa Ketchup. I don't want it that in my bag. You know what I mean? It's just okay. But certain things come in a certain order. You know, there's things that can only be said in a salt. And, and there's, oh, let me just rewind it. There are things that can be said or can only be said in a certain order. You know what I mean? Miss Ling was always on point. If you ordered wings, I don't know why she would always ask me. Do you want some pepper ketchup? No. No, Miss Lee. No salt, pepper, ketchup? No salt, pepper, ketchup. Okay. Every time I ask for wings, why would I want that? Sometimes maybe I would want it. I mean, I'm sure some people would want it, but I didn't, you know. One time I got salt, pepper, and ketchup. One time I did. One time I did. One time I did. But I remember one time going in there getting my wings, and Miss Ling must have been frazzled or something was happening to her because things is a little bit off. And threw me off. And I think her order was off. As far as the way she does things in life. I'm ordering my, you know, my lo mein. My shrimp stuff for my wife. Some noodles and shit. And I ordered some wings. And she said, you want some pepper ketchup? No. I fucked it up. See why pepper ketchup salt? That's what I was supposed to say. Ah, fuck Miss Ling and that fucking joke. Oh, I hate pitching jokes on my fucking podcast. That shit was fucking terrible. That shit fucking crashed. It almost gave me diarrhea. But back to this fucking prison shit. I think that's where I was at. I don't know how I got off into the fucking salt pepper ketchup. What the fuck has happened to me? Jesus Christ, I had a beer. I must drink I must blame it on the drinking. All right. So Camp Hill, first show. Seemed like it went well. Um Scranton was talking to the fucking uh security guy or the 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 the, the, the function guy, you know what I mean? I, I guess the facility man that tells the inmates you guys can enjoy, have some joy. Well, we were done, we went left. 
went to get something to eat, hung out a little, you know, just to refuel. You know, first we drove somewhere to get something to eat. We sat there for a while, and um, we was waiting for the other show to start. We had about, like, a three-hour in between. You can't really hang out inside the prison. It's fucking prison. You know what I mean? It's not like a library. We can go and hang out by the front area. It's prison. You're behind walls. So we had to leave after the first show at 1 o'clock. Went out, got something to eat, and I'm sitting there while we're eating. Ray is there. Bob is there. Scranton Cammy Clap is there. And first off, I'm just miserable sometimes at these restaurants ordering food because um, I don't eat meat, so I'm, I'm, I'm complicated. I'm a pain in the ass when it comes to the fucking order. I'm order, always ordering salads or some kind of fucking alternative dish. Some shit that's in the small type in the corner. You know what I mean? Some meatless, knotless, tasteless, meatless, paws, some bullshit, some salad, some extra salad on the side. You know, all the shit that grows out of the ground. Not eat shit that comes out of the ground. You know what I mean? Something with a face I don't eat. You know? So, while I'm trying to shovel down this fucking salad and these fried mushrooms... I'm wishing that the second show is fucking canceled. I'm wishing that. I'm sitting at the table with these fellas laughing and joking. And we even had a beer. Laughing and joking, having a beer. And guess what? I was sitting there saying, fuck this second show. I wish this bitch gets canceled. Laughing and joking with my brother Ray. Talking about, yeah, we're going to go back in there and go with this game plan. And da, 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 da. Ty, do this joke. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you right, Ray. I'm going to do that joke. I'm going to do that joke, brother. That's what I'm going to do. Deep down inside, I'm like, man, fuck this show. I'm going to figure out a way to get out of this fucking show and still get paid. I fucking did not want to go back. And it's not like I had a bad time at Camp Hill. I had a good set. I just not, I didn't, I didn't want to go back. I just didn't want to go back into the prison. Sometimes two shows in one day is just some bullshit. And the way they had the gym set up. And I'm going to tell you the truth, yo. I had a fucked up stomach too. I took a shit in prison. I'm the only dude that'd be taking shits in prison. And I don't care. That's another milestone for me. I took a shit in the CO's office. And what made it worse, there was four CO's in there. Uh, three guys, one woman. And the way their office is set up is like the bathroom is inside their office. It's just one door that leads to the bathroom. Two sit-down stalls. I wrecked that motherfucking stall. I broke that shit down. I'm telling you, man. I When I tell you, like, I put my foot in it. Like on that toilet, I was in the CEO's room, so I was safe. You know what I mean? The bathroom, the toilet, the the, the bathroom had a door. Um, you know, it was pretty warm in there, had good heat. Um, it was enough, you know, paper on the roll for me to have a wonderful performance, and I was I was able to pad the bowl quite well too, which made it even more um, a joy. You know what I mean? Got to protect your investment. 
So, um, after I came out of that bathroom, I, I destroyed that shit. I changed the temperature in there, the climate, everything was different. My ears popped, I swear to God. But I came out there, um, said thank you, and I got cold stares. They looked at me like this nigga here. That's what they did. They looked at me like this nigga here needs to be in brown, which is the, you know, the color of choice in the Pennsylvania system. Um, in the correctional facility system, they look like everybody's from UPS. All this shit is brown. It has DOC on the back, Department of Corrections. So every every prison in PA that I've been to, they've been wearing brown or like a Merlot. Brown, Merlot, mostly brown, but you'll see some niggas in there with like a Merlot but it'd be brown mostly. Some shades of brown, but it'd be brown mostly. You may see your Merlot nigga. I stay away from them. But, um, yeah, I came out that bathroom like a champion. I felt good. Did the show. We went to the restaurant. Yeah, I was at the restaurant. I'm going to go back. I was backtracking. I was doing like one of those John Woo movies. Just making fucking complicated. Backtrack, fast forward. Back, backtrack, fast forward. That's what I was doing. But um, we're back in the restaurant. And I'm... I'm just sitting there saying hateful shit about this fucking next show in my head. And I'm smiling in my friend's face, Ray. That's my only friend there. Bob, I just met you. You're a friend now. But at the time, Ray was just my only friend. I was smiling in Ray's face, lying to this nigga like, yeah, we're going to go back in there and kill him. And I did not want to fucking go. I was going to fake anything to get out of that fucking show, that second show. And I had to take a shit again. I wanted to at that restaurant, but the bathroom was so cold. Oh, the bathroom was so cold. And the bathroom was kind of messy, but that bathroom was so fucking cold. It was more the temperature than stop, that stopped me from taking a shit because, you know, this stuff got to come out. So it was, it was the temperature in that bathroom. I was unbearable, but, um, you know, I didn't do anything in the, I didn't do anything in the bathroom. So, once we were done with what we were eating, we went to the prison. And I'm walking up to the door with, with Ray, Bob, and um, still at the car. They're a couple of feet behind us. You know what I mean? And uh, Ray and I get to the Ray and I get to the door. We get buzzed in. We go in first. And it's the uh, the gym facilities guy and the CEO. And the CEO's leaning over and he's like right there by the door. And they have this look on their face. And I'm looking at Ray. We walk in and we're like, hey, guys, we're here for comedy show. They're like, yeah, the comedians, right? I was like, yeah, 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 we're here. Second show. And they're like, ah, I got some bad news. And we're like, oh, man. What's up? He's like, well. Guys, I'm sorry, um, due to somebody complaining uh, about what happened in the first show, we got to cancel the second show. But uh, here's your check, and I'm 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 really sorry about that. Now, after he said that, and I already kind of peeped everything out. I saw that envelope when he said, "Here's the check." My mind was like, "Oh, I thought this nigga had bad news." I was so relieved. He said, yeah, we're going to have to cancel the second show, but here's the check. And gave us the check. 
actually handed it to Ray. Ray was, you know, I felt like Tony and Scarface, like, Chi-Chi, get the yayo. I was like, Ray, get the yayo. Get that motherfucking check. Ray grabbed the check. I shook these gentlemen's hand. Yes, both of them. I shook their hands. I said, thank you, guys. Hey, we tried, right? <laughs> we gave it our best. Did we not? We gave it our best, right? And I shook their hands, and uh, Ray shook their hands, and uh, Chi-Chi Kitayeo, we grabbed the check, and we walked out. And uh, Kevin and Bob were just walking up to the door, and the door closed, and, and we were walking through the parking lot saying to each other, Ray and I were walking through the parking lot a couple of feet by ourselves, walking towards Kevin and Bob. And I said to Ray, won't he do it? And Ray looked at me and said, yes, he will. That's some black shit right there. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Ray just looked at me. I said, yes. He said, yes, he will. Boy, when I tell you I couldn't be more elated. Oh. So Bob and uh, Scranton, I may have said, said his name, but fuck him. Bob and Scranton catch up to us and Scranton doesn't get it. We give Scranton the club, uh, the um, the check. And then Bob was like, what happened? I was like, they canceled that shit, but we still got paid. Bob was like, oh, well, fuck it. And that's the way the story goes. Yeah, and, you know, Scranton wanted to, I want to know why, and, 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 and all this shit. And he tried to go back in and talk to him and all this other stuff. And they said that, they told that nigga that, um... Uh, one of the inmates complained or whatever. So, whatever. Whatever, nigga. I don't really give a fuck. We got paid for two shows. Mission accomplished. Well, hey, dear it. Yeah. Two people. So, I was happy about that shit. Got out of that second show. And then I told Ray later, yo, I was like, yo, man, I prayed. For that shit not to happen, dog. I totally prayed for that shit at the restaurant. I told him. I was like, I was being phony as hell. Like, I was having a good time. No, my stomach was in knots. And I was praying that the second show got canceled. And look, wouldn't he do it? Wouldn't he do it? He started dying. I was like, that's why I said, won't he do it after we got the check? Chichi Kitayo. Chichi Kitayo. Escape with that check and we was gone. Now, the next day, the second show, Dallas had two shows that day. We had a uh, a four o'clock and a six o'clock, I think, like that. And it was dark. It was dope. Dallas was the best ever. First show, 200 in attendance. They came out. We tore the fucking place down. Tore the fucking place down. I came out there, had some new shit for them. Well, new shit for myself, too. Some shit I was just making up on the fly. It sounded good. I was like, this shit is work. And they loved it. Tore, we tore it out the frame. I'm usually the first one to go. Ray hosts. I'm usually the first one to go. Then we go, because usually the show takes a dip when that nigga goes up because he's garbage. And then Bob Levy just closes it and destroys it. It, 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 was, it was phenomenal. And his shit was sharp, like boom, boom, boom. Bob was fucking killing him with that shit. You know, I was like, yeah, 
That's how you do a show. I fucks with the dude. I fucks with Bob Levy. I fucks with him. He's funny. He's a good dude. He gave me a lot of he gave me a lot of good game with the podcast and this shit. He gave me a lot of good information. So Bob, thank you. I'ma just try to be consistent and try to gain more fans and followers and supporters and I appreciate you. So that's what I'm gonna keep doing. But yeah, man. Fucking Dallas blew that shit out the water. And Scranton got booed. Nigga got booed. He got he got a little booed at first one and big booed in the second one. <laughs> he got a little boo in the big boo. That's what he got. Yeah, that I mean, and I don't want to sound like a hater. I'm not a hater. I just I just don't like this motherfucker. I really just don't. Yeah, I'm a trash ass. But we destroyed him, though, man. Dallas, that second show, freaking destroyed him, man. Freaking destroyed him. They had a good time. They had a really, really good time, man. And, and then guess what? We got paid, nigga. We got paid. We got home safe. We was able to make Christmas happy. You know, Christmas good, man. Everything was beautiful. We came from front. Everything was good. But... I'm not, this is, this, this, this is the last hurrah for me, you know, fucking with dude. It's the last one. And it's so, it's so beautiful too, the way it was done, because Dallas was the first show we ever did. Dallas SCI. That prison was the first show we ever did. I ever did. With, uh, Scranton and some other brothers that was there with me. You know, Ray, of course, but it was a mother brothers, John Walton and, um, half and half. You know, Will Wright. I mean, Will Robbins. And um, it was the first prison we did together uh, about five years ago. Five, six years ago, yeah. And um, it's the last prison I'm doing with the screen. Because of the bitch assness. And um, I don't have to deal with that. You know, I can quarterback my own shows and I have. And the funny thing about that, my first show on my own under my uh, Minty Jackson Media Group LLC was with the SCI Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. You see how crazy that is? My first prison under my LLC was with Dallas. And they loved us. They know how we get down. They know how we give it up. So... I want to thank Dallas, the SCI Dallas in Pennsylvania, for having uh, Minty Jackson Media Group. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much, and I hope we can, um, you know, possibly do some business in the future. I'm going to give it some time because um, these brothers got nothing but time. I got to switch up, you know, add new material. These these dudes got more time than a little bit. So we're going, you know, we're going to come back and visit with some new shit. All right. You know, matter of fact, might as well set up some shit for next year and come back with some new shit to all of them, man. I'll fuck around and do that just out of spite. I will fuck around and do that. Come back with new material just out of spite. And I do. And I got it. You know I got it. You know I got it. So, 
But other than that, man, life is good. Um, that was it with the tours, man, with 2024. Um, on to other things. I still got my uh, my monthly show that I do at the NJ Weed Man Dispensary down in Trenton. Um, uh, 322, I think, 325 East State Street, I believe the address. That's in Trenton, New Jersey. It's right in front of the Capitol Building. All right? Is it a Capitol Building or is it a State Building? I don't know. This is municipal building it's front it's front of some fucking important ass building but um come on down to the nj weed man um which is a weed dispensary got a show january 11th it starts at eight o'clock please come through it's a dope ass show you guys will enjoy it i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast please remember to share subscribe share subscribe like share subscribe like push the button you three click nigga i love you thank you guys for listening and um be safe out here about here and uh happy new year if i don't speak to you um until then happy new year and enjoy and uh bring it in safe and hopefully you can bring it in with loved ones and family peace